0: Welcome to the sermons of Our Savior Lutheran Church in Fort Capel, Saskatchewan. We pray that this may be a blessing to you, and God's word would dwell richly within your heart. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. When our Lord explained this parable to his disciples, he explains the various types of hearers of God's word, three of which have the word snatched away or have it die, and one which yields crop a hundredfold. This last group our Lord Jesus describes as follows, they are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. It's important, then, that we understand what he means by keep and patience. In English, when we hear the word keep, we can often think of it as two things, either obeying something or having and retaining something. Here our Lord speaks to the latter. The word behind keep is the verb katecho, which means to hold fast. And the ESV of this says uh, those who hold fast and bear the fruit with patience. To hear the word and keep it is to hear the word and hold fast to it, to possess it, to hold it close and to not let it go or be taken. Patience is as it sounds. It's holding out with a patient endurance. In the parable, the first group are represented by seed which fell by the wayside, the path, and it's trampled down and the birds of the air devour it. These are those who hear, then the devil comes and takes the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. These hearers have hearts which are hardened by the trappings of the world and by sin. The word is not embraced by them, just as seed that falls on the path does not penetrate the soil. The word is trampled down as they try to pick it apart in order to find reasons to hate it or they dismiss it out of hand based on their own prejudices which they have taken into themselves from the world. Sometimes they bristle and trample it down because it calls them to repentance or points out a favorite sin as sin, so they declare the word of God itself to be hateful. In addition to this, the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they believe and be saved. They hear the word— but do not receive it, and so they do not hold fast to it. Since they have not grasped it and have not, having cases, even pushed it away, the devil comes to snatch it away from them. For this word has the power to reach their heart. It has the power to find soil through the path and to enlighten them that, believing, they be saved. This the devil does not want. And so he and his evil angels work to remove the word from their hearts either through encouraging them to continue trampling it down or through the preaching of false teachers who present a different gospel that does not save or who strip the word of its power and change it into something else calling it the word of god when it is in reality their own word which they have fashioned after their own ideals this group does not even have a tenuous grasp of the word, let alone holding it fast. The second group is described as that which fell on the rock, and as soon as it sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. This seed represents those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, but these have no root, and believe for a while, and in the time of temptation, fall away. These receive the word into their hearts enthusiastically and joyfully, and they grab hold of it. The good news of salvation through faith in Jesus Christ and justification by grace through faith gladdens their hearts. And so they hold on to the word with joy. They spring up and grow quickly with enthusiasm, but they have no root. While they hold tightly to it, they do not have the patience rooted To be rooted within it when the time of temptation the time of testing comes they fall away having no root in the word no patient endurance that comes from the word they cannot bear the heat of tests and trials the time of trial may be great persecution as in the days of our fathers or those which our brothers and sisters around the world still face There may also be subtle persecution that we often face now, where one must bear ridicule and vitriol, even passing up advances in career or making difficult decisions in the face of public pressure from family and friends in order to remain faithful. In these trials, this group who has no patience and no root lets go of the word in order to have an easier go in the world. They do not hold fast with patience, because they do not take to heart our Lord's saying, You will be hated by all for my sake, but not a hair on your head shall be lost. By your patience possess your souls. And lest we're discouraged by this, let us remember he also said, Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you, and cast cast out your name as evil. For the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. For indeed your reward is great in heaven. For in like manner their fathers did to the prophets. But in the time of trial. Pardon. But the time of trial is not only related to persecution from without. Other times these trials are the crosses and tragedies which befall us. Those with no root, no patience cannot endure because they cannot see the good and the healing and the restoration which is to come in the future, in the resurrection. As St. Paul wrote, Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, and if we remember the long laundry list of afflictions that Paul had previously listed in our he calls a light affliction is but for a moment is working for us a far exceeding and eternal weight of glory the second kind of hearer cannot see god's love for them even as it surrounds them in the midst of these trials and so they fall away so let us pray that if our hearts or the hearts of others that we know are stony that God would use his word, which is like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces, to break through the stony heart, to reveal a good and noble heart, that his word may take root with patience, that they may increase, and in the day of trouble endure by his grace. The third group of hearers are those seeds which fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. They are... pardon. They are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with the cares, riches, and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. They take a hold of the word and it grows in their hearts, and this is a joyful and blessed thing. Yet at the same time that the word is growing, so too worldly cares, the deceitfulness of riches and the pleasures of this life grow up alongside of it. While they hold to the word, they themselves are held by cares, riches, and pleasures of this life. And as time goes on, without rooting out those weeds, they hold fast and take possession of the heart, so that the word is let go. It is just a tender plant, surrounded by weeds on all sides, and it is outcompeted and cannot flower and bear seed before it dies. This group also lacks patience, which brings forth fruit. For these worldly attitudes, the cares and riches and pleasures of this life all pertain to the now. The word and faith is choked out as one is more concerned with what they can receive and have now in place of that which is promised later. When the cares of this world, when Pardon. What are the cares of this world when we know that God has promised that he will care for us and provide for his people through their vocation and the vocations of others? What are the riches of this life compared to the riches of eternal glory in the presence of God? Re- the book of Revelation describes how the things that are so sought after now, gold, gems, and pearls, are so commonplace as to even be used in the construction of common things like streets and gates. but And what are the pleasures of this life which lasts only a few years compared to the pleasures of eternal life which awaits those who believe? Yes, if we let the weeds of cares, riches, and the pleasures of this life grow up within us and try to cultivate them alongside faith, they will choke it out. Let us turn to the Lord, who can prune, root up the thorns, and tend to us, that we may bear fruit in abundance. For that is his desire for us and for all people, that we hold fast to his word in our hearts and treasure him above all things, so that his word, taking root within us, may bear fruit a hundredfold with patience. The last group in the parable is the seed which fell on the ground, which sprang up and yielded crop a hundredfold. These are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. The only good and noble hearts are those which God has regenerated through his word and spirit, which he has caused to be born again through faith in him. And this is his will for all, that believing we be saved. He desires that we hold fast to his word in the midst of all distractions and trials and temptations around us, that we possess his word and are possessed by it, so that we read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest his wholesome word, which has the power of salvation. He desires that, strengthened by his spirit, we be patient under trial and through the passage of time, so that when the word he has planted in us may bear fruit, the fruit of good works which give evidence of our faith, and ultimately the fruit of everlasting life, the goal of our faith. And see how this hundredfold yield does not come about by our careful preparations, but through the power inherent in the word. That heart itself is good and noble comes from the work of God to regenerate us, turning the soil, breaking the rock, pulling the thorns. That the Word brings forth such abundance comes from the power of the Word itself, the power of God. For thus says the Lord, As the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return them, but water the earth, and make it bring forth fruit and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, bread to the eater, so shall my word which comes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. It shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So long as we... so long as we hold fast to his word, trusting in him, he will bring forth fruit in us. This fruit does not always appear when we desire, nor is it necessarily the fruit that we wish to have immediately. But the Lord will bring forth fruit in us according to his will. Sometimes we may pray for perseverance and a stronger hope right away. But he brings it forth through tribulations as saint paul writes in romans 5 tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope he will cultivate in us all virtue godliness and the fruits of the spirit and good works which we exercise in our vocations our callings in life these works are not glamorous but the works of love and service towards one another done in faith, which are well-pleasing to God our Father. It may seem mundane and boring compared to the grand works which we read about in the Scriptures or have read and heard from others, yet these simple works, according to our vocations, are those ways in which God serves those around us and bears fruit within us. As Martin Luther so aptly said, the maid that changes the diaper of an infant in her care does a better work than all the monks praying all of the rosaries. So let us hold fast to his word with patience, that through it he may strengthen our faith, so that we may remain steadfast in his word. And just as God has planted his word and gives the growth, so too. He provides the means to nurture the faith which he has sprouted he provides us with his word in the holy scriptures and through the reading of it hearing of it meditating upon it we may be strengthened by this living and active word and hold fast to it all the more and as he strengthens our faith and nurtures it he increases in us the desire to strengthen it all the more to have it grow All the more, so that we return again and again to Him and His Word, so that when we are faced with trial and temptation, we do not despair but return to Him for comfort, strength, and hope. Thus, He builds us up and causes growth within us according to His will. So, too, in the blessed sacrament of His Body and Blood, the Lord Jesus forgives us our sins, strengthens our faith, and blesses us with eternal life. In the sacrament, he unites us with him and he with us, that we may that he may strengthen us in our walk in the midst of the dangers of this life. Through these means, the Lord himself works with us to nurture our faith and strengthen our hold on it, that we may bear fruit with patience. May God, the Lord of the harvest, grant to us all such good and noble hearts, that we may hold fast to his word and bear fruit with patience, that through his grace we may come to life everlasting through the merits and mediations of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now the peace of God surpasses all understanding. Guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless and preserve you always. Amen.